Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cisterino back with this week's Survivor Burning Question. Very excited to be back with another one. And this week, I want to talk about something that's on a lot of people's minds. And that is the reward challenge, specifically the cursed reward challenges on Survivor. This week, we saw Franny's Survivor game come to an end after she won a trip to the sanctuary where allegedly good things happen to people, but that hasn't always been the case. And she had the opportunity for love, not in the form of a showmance, but in the form of letters. For Franny, she felt like that this was an opportunity to get something going with a group of women that she wanted to work with. But ultimately, it ends up being one of the last acts of her game. Even Lauren, who got a letter from Franny, Seem to appreciate it. She ends up being one of the key cogs in her going home. Now, Franny is not alone in going home after winning a reward specifically to give letters from home at the sanctuary. We just saw the same exact thing happen last season to Noel. Remember in Survivor 43 when Jesse led the charge to get her out of the game when he infamously read the line, get that money, baby as the reason why he had to do it. Well, in this week's burning question, I want to explore what exactly is going wrong for the players who win the rewards on Survivor and all of the reasons behind it. Now, first, I want to highlight that one of the consistent features of modern Survivor, not just in the new era, is that there are hardly any individual reward challenges. I actually, I couldn't believe it. Survivor reward challenges in the post-merge have become almost exclusively group challenges and partner challenges. So I went back through with the help of everybody over at the Survivor Wiki. Uh, God bless you, okay? I went through a ton of the seasons over the course of Survivor history, and I really was surprised to see how much the individual reward challenges have dwindled over the years. It used to be back in the day, from a certain point on, really from like final nine, final eight, you'd have at least three individual reward challenges, not to mention an auction uh, in a season in the early days of the show. Now, there are some seasons where we have zero individual reward challenges and usually just one, maybe two, if you're lucky. These reward challenges tend to all be randomly selected groups, which can create some interesting pairings of people who might not otherwise work together. But I get the sense that they do the reward challenges this way just so that they can have more of the bigger build challenges that draws in some fans 
and a lot of the folks from production, from what I hear. Now, the erosion of the individual reward challenge started well before the new era, but is something that has certainly continued into the new 26-day era of Survivor. In terms of reward-only challenges, not the combined immunity and reward, we're not talking about that because I think part of the calculus that we're talking about here is that then you have the ability to be voted out. So when you win immunity and reward, you're also immune. Franny won only the fifth individual reward challenge of the new era. I mentioned Franny and Noelle, who got voted out after winning the same exact reward, a trip to the sanctuary and letters from home. Also in Survivor 42, Omer won reward at the final six and also got voted out in the same round. The other two players to win individual immunity in the new era were Ricard in Survivor 41, also a trip to the sanctuary, and Lindsay in Survivor 42, also a trip to the sanctuary. So they got overnight rewards and they got videos from home. But the difference here also was that 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 was a surprise that was not announced ahead of time that they were getting love in the form of videos from home. But even Ricard, while he was gone, Danny and Deshaun plotted to vote him out. Uh, but he happened to win immunity in that same round. And the vote got turned around on Shan. Lindsay is the only player out of the five to have won an individual reward and then also not have been targeted. But she also won individual immunity. So if there was any talk of her being a target, it wasn't in the episode. Now, this is a small sample size, obviously. But it certainly feels like winning the reward challenge has become a far riskier proposition for the players than it used to be. And I think that there are several reasons why this is happening. And I want to break them all down. The first, I think, is threat sensitivity. Now, here in the new era, Jeff wants everybody to play full tilt boogie. I'm sorry, what is, what is full tilt boogie? Full tilt boogie is a state of mind. Oh, it's like you could call it club condo. Really? Club condo? Just like that? Just like club condo? Since when? Okay. Now, that being said, we focused a lot about how the biggest strategic threats tend to get targeted right after they make a move that showcases their claim to win at the end. One of the keys of survivor success in the new era seems to be trying to not stand out from the group for any positive reason. In the case of Franny, her dominance in the challenges in the early going of this merge had already created a target on her back. And her win in the reward challenge certainly put a spotlight on that. The reward challenge turns out to be particularly problematic for a player with a challenge threat label because not only is everybody focused on their latest win, it also doesn't come with immunity. So further, the fact that these individual reward wins as opposed to rewards won in a group are so rare, it places a ton of significance on the winner of these individual rewards and makes them even more of a threat that needs to be dealt with and everybody is just hyper-focused on the threats. Now, this is interesting in terms of the 26-day format. I want to talk about the shorter time span of the game. So as I'm formulating what I'm going to talk about for the burning question, sometimes I will reach out to my network of survivor friends who might have some relevant information. So I hit up Omer 
to ask him what he thought about this. And he sent me a couple of uh, incredible voice notes to help me formulate my thoughts. So one of the things that he was talking about was that he felt like that the shorter time frame plays a big deal. Because in the past, a reward challenge would come typically in the first day of the three-day cycle of Survivor, where you would have a reward challenge and then an off day, and then the immunity challenge followed by tribal council. So there was roughly 48 hours happening in between a reward challenge win and tribal council. Now, a reward challenge winner is top of mind of all the players left back at camp being given ample time to strategize against the reward-winning player. Then the immunity challenge happens and tribal council is happening much closer to when the reward was won, making it more dangerous for the reward challenge winner. So you are more top of mind as a target for everybody, especially the people who don't go. And it's happening 50% closer, a full day earlier than it used to where it used to be, okay, oh, the pot is boiling, and then, okay, time for things to subside, more things happen, other threats come up. Now, in the new era, with that shorter time frame, that there's less time for another name to pop up. Now, another thing that's happening is the fact that the reward challenge winner has to show their cards. One of the major downsides of winning the reward challenge is something that looks like an advantage on the outside you need to announce to the tribe which players get to come with you to share the reward. That is not an advantage. Now, this is a problem in a few different ways. The first of which is that you can create all sorts of animosity, both among your rivals that you don't select and your allies that you might leave out because they feel like they deserve to be there. There's also politics of who hasn't been on a reward that the other players can hold against you you are giving at least half the tribe a motive and the time to conspire against you as a group. In other ways, you can also reveal your alliances and personal relationships to the players that further hurts your position in the game. So you are giving away a lot of information about who you like and who you are voting with in terms of who you are taking on the reward, not to mention uh, giving more people reasons to get rid of you. And then the last thing that is a problem here is that there are some very ungracious guests going on these rewards. Players, they really do want to go on the rewards. However, it doesn't buy you nearly as much goodwill as you would think. Franny, Noel, and Omer were all targeted by different people that they took on the reward. In the case of Jesse with Noel, it was reading his letter from home that seemingly pushed him to do it. Ron Clark got voted out by Gavin after being taken on the loved one's reward in the edge of extinction. And who can forget all the people that turned on Brenda after she gave the whole tribe their loved ones, except for Dawn. But I do want to discuss a psychological effect known as the Ben Franklin effect. Now, the Ben Franklin effect suggests that people who do a favor for someone else are more likely to feel positively towards that person. If you want someone to like you, Ask them to borrow a pencil. And supposedly, they will come to like you more to justify them doing you a favor. Uh, just as a favor, uh, if you could give the video a thumbs up, uh, I would appreciate that. That would be huge for me if you could just go ahead and do that. Uh, thanks so much for that. However, in the context of Survivor, 
There's several reasons why the Ben Franklin effect might not always lead to increased loyalty. And in some cases, it could even result in the opposite. The player who is taken on the reward votes against the person who did them the favor. And there's a couple of reasons for that. If the person who receives the favor feels like it was done with the intention of manipulating them or buying their loyalty, they might actually develop negative feelings towards the person who did them the favor. They could see the act as insincere or dishonest, which could lead to a negative perception of the person who performed the favor for them. Or if a player who was taken on a reward challenge now feels obligated to the person who took them, they may resent this set of being indebted to someone. They could feel like their autonomy and their ability to make a strategic decision in the game was compromised, leading to frustration and resentment towards the player who did them the favor. Not to mention that they could also see publicly, oh, this person is now even so beloved by the other people who are there. Now this person is even more of a threat. And the reward challenge winner may be more likely to be blindsided to a call that is coming from inside the house. Look at Noel last season, who thought that she was safe with Jesse after taking him to get his letters, only to be the focus of his next blindside. Right now, I just can't see much of an upside for the players who want to win these individual reward challenges. We used to talk about the car curse and how dangerous it was, but at least you got a car. These rewards that these players are winning are modest AF. Oh, a letter and a taco? It's hardly worth putting your game in jeopardy to win some of these pedestrian rewards. So my advice to the future players of Survivor, hope to be the bridesmaid and never the bride. Don't win the rewards and hope that your social game lands you an invite. As Ben Franklin hypothesized, the person who's doing you the kindness will only grow to like you more because of the favor that they're doing for you. That way, you can bask in the goodwill, fill your belly with food, and your heart with love as you plan to blindside the person who just made it all happen. I've been really happy with the last couple of weeks here on Survivor as we've had three normal votes in a row. Knock on wood, Hoping that we have a really exciting home stretch here now as we get into the final seven. I am very excited that uh, we are going to be taking the podcast up to Toronto this week to see the aforementioned Omer and Marianne and all of the RHAP fans out in Canada. So excited for that one. Really do appreciate all the comments and feedback that we get on these videos. I've really enjoyed getting to make them uh, for you this season. So hope you're enjoying this home stretch of Survivor 44. Thank you so much. And of course, make sure you subscribe to all things Rob's podcast at robhasawebsite.com slash subscribe. Thank you so much. Bye.